Welcome to the Law of Attraction in Action podcast. My name is Michelle Joy and thank you so much for joining me. I'm here to inspire you to live amazing lives through the Law of Attraction and help you see how powerful you really are. In this podcast, you'll hear interviews and I will give you inspirational talks on my Monday session. So thank you so much for joining me and happy manifesting. Welcome to Love Attraction in Action. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. My name is Michelle Joy and I am your host. And today I bring two people from all over the world and all walks of life who are here to share their journey around the law of attraction so you can have an amazing life too. So today's guest, she is down under in Australia. I love this time difference and she's still committed to meet with me. I love it, love it. Uh, but let me tell you a bit about her. Her name is Brianna Boley and she is a personal freedom coach, speaker, and self-proclaimed explorer and lover of life. Her entire methodology is built upon the belief that we all, we're all put on this earth for a unique purpose and with a unique message. And I could not agree with you more. So thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I'm so excited too. So <laughs> tell me, how did you come into the law of attraction and how has it changed your life? Oh, to be honest, I, I really can't pinpoint one particular time that, that kind of landed it for me. I think it was one of them things that sort of just kept getting sprinkled into my world more and more. Um, and, uh, you know, a mentor of mine, Dr. John D. Martini, was on uh, The Secret. So I think, I think that was kind of the main thing where I was like, okay, this is something that I need to look into. But before that, I'd had all these little sprinklings, whether I'd heard it through friends or I'd seen stuff on social media or whatever it may be. Um, but since coming across it and really diving deep into understanding it, like the, the impact on my life has been, been like chalk and cheese, you know? I, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. 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 Be before that though, were you, what was your mindset around things? I know for me, when I came into law of attraction, I was living in a very negative world, mm -hmm. very closed off, very denial. I didn't know my thoughts were attracting things into my life. What was your experience around that? Yeah, for me, it was very much, I guess I was living from that place of, you know, that things happened to me and it was just, yeah. you know, these, um, you know, there was no sort of uh, meaning or anything behind it. It was just a series of events, you know, and, and since kind of realizing and, and starting to understand the law of attraction, I started to realize that it all starts with me, you know, everything yeah. that I experience externally is me you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this has been being turned on your head and it's a different world. We don't grow up in this world. We grow up in a place where it's like, you know, you have to do X, Y, and Z to be happy. You have to cause effect. It's so opposite of what we're taught. So, but to, so you're pretty young. I can tell. So you started this journey a lot younger than me. And I, I just feel like, if only I knew this when I was younger. So good for you for learning this younger, but how is it like, how do you use it now in your life? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's about getting, first of all, really crystal clear on what I want. And then, um, you know, I, I almost look at it as, I, I ask myself one of two questions. The first being, if I had everything that I wanted right now, would I be able to handle it? And then from there, recognizing if there's parts of me that want to be able to handle it, then mm. I, I go back and I sort of almost reverse engineer, who do I need to become? And so, you know, like through that, it's recognizing that, you know, that power is with me. And the only reason why the things that I want, that vision that I've, you know, written out for myself, the only reason why it's not in my life is because I haven't yet become the person that can call that in. 
And so the way that I utilize it is really, you know, it's just that process of reverse engineering and then going out and, and actioning the things that I need to action in order to, to magnetize it towards me. You know, I, I love that you said that because I, I read this book a long time ago. It's called The Yes Energy by Laura Lang Meyer. And she t- talked about the reverse engineering. But the way you're saying it actually makes more sense to me because, you know, we get this vision. It, it, it pops into our mind for a reason because I believe it's a divine download, right? Absolutely. There's something within you. And that's why we're going to talk more about people's unique purpose. But that something is in you and you see it, but... To get there feels like, I know for me, when I had my spiritual awakening, I saw my life and I'm like, how, I don't understand, how am, I, how am I supposed to get there, right? We're not supposed to know the how, but we need to become that. And so how do we do that within our lives now? So say you want to manifest this, um, like for me, I found my soulmate, right? So I did a lot of work on like, what would it look like to be in a relationship, a really, really good relationship? I had to act as if. What mm-hmm. tools did you use to help you on your journey or what are you currently using to help you on your journey yeah I guess it's the process of you know if it were here what would be what would be the experiences I would go through so you know say we'll go with the example I'll go with something really tangible you know if I wanted to call in a million dollars then what are some of the the benefits of having a million dollars in my life and what are some of the negatives so some of the negatives may be that you know I would start to maybe experience people around me treating me differently if they knew that I had money or, you know, that I would start, um, I would have to be a little bit more strategic in how I budget because otherwise, you know, we'd just spend it. And so looking at, you know, both the the blessing and quote unquote the curse or the drawback of having what, what I want in my life. And then from there going, okay, well, I need to start incorporating those things into my world right now so that then, I create space for what I want to appear. So if, if I go with the million dollar example, you know, knowing that people are going to start potentially judging me for having money in my life, or they're going to start wanting to, you know, I might start attracting people who use me for my money. Um, and so starting to bring into my world now the boundaries and, and um, the self-worth that can really hold um, and navigate relationships like that. So that once again, once the money does come in, like that stuff's already, you know, that's already set. And so it creates a space and it allows it to flow in. So good. This is so good. You know, that's why so many people who win the lottery don't end up keeping it because they haven't done the work to know what it's like to have that kind of money. And I teach people that all the time, do things that make you feel wealthy because the more you start feeling wealthy, the more when that money comes, you're not going to sabotage it away. We do this thing called self-sabotage or upper limiting because like, this is too good to be true. This is not my comfort level. So if we make our comfort level and our imagination, which is what law of attraction teaches you, you are going to, then when it does show up, you're not going to sabotage it away. So absolutely. Yeah. We have to build the somatic body to be able to hold and maintain what we want to what we want to call in because all too often you know like when people win the lottery um we can create it but then we can't maintain it but if we've we've, if we've somatically become the container that can hold and maintain what we want then you know we get to keep it Right. And it is, I've, I've seen it in my life and my, my fiance was a perfect, great example. I bring him up all the time for people who are listening who know me. Um, but he has manifested wealth through this positive mindset, law of attraction. His business went from making 70,000 one year to a million the very next. And he took that big leap, but it wasn't a big leap 
because he'd been practicing it in his mind, he always dressed really nice. He went to this um, really nice hotel in downtown Portland and would sit in the lobby and get coffee and do work there. And it was like the energy of being in that wealthy space to where now he's the most giving, generous person and money just keeps flowing in. So it is true this stuff works, but we need to have, you said it's somatic, to feel it in your body, right? Yes, and act absolutely. as if. So many people say this is such good stuff. I love it. And so let's talk about the, our uniqueness and we all have this unique path. I think that's a really thing that people struggle with because I was just talking to someone about this recently. Um, uh, Elizabeth Gilbert did a whole talk and like people like um, how it's so important. Everybody has this passion and purpose. And then this one woman was really upset. She's like, well, I don't know my passion and purpose. And I feel bad every time someone says that. Mm-hmm. What is your um, opinion on people's passion and purpose? And what does it look like? If yeah, you can I mean, that? Yeah, for sure. I think that um, our life kind of, it it points us in the right direction. You know, we have experiences, whether they be positive or negative, that come into our world to essentially kind of almost course correct us to, to until we find that thing. And I think what people tend to do, and you know, that's something I hear all the time where people say, I don't know what my purpose is. And that, that makes me feel inferior. Right. We, we're never not on purpose sometimes we just lack the clarity of what it is. And so when we really take a a strong, hard look at what do we love to do? What naturally energizes us? What are we naturally good at? You know, and what, how would we like our life to look? How would we love our life to look? Then that starts to, you know, give us the, we start to see the, the common themes and it's not necessarily, you know, one big, uh, super, you know, crystal clear thing that is our purpose, but rather it's a, um, a series of kind of interwoven uh, messages, you know, and, and they ever evolve. You know, yeah. I look at what I thought my purpose was five years ago and it's similar, but now it's such an expanded perspective of that. And so, you know, for anyone that is feeling that sense of, I don't know what my purpose is, you do. It's just, it's just you know, over time, progressively unlocking more and more yeah. of it and coming to see what's, it, it's literally right in front of you. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so, yeah, coming yeah. to really gain that awareness of, of looking, looking at it. Now, how did you get into that? Like what, what was the path on your purpose and that unfolding? How did that start? Yeah, for me, I mean, my greatest love is, is really understanding how, you know, individual people think. And we are, we are so, we are all so vastly different. And, uh, you know, so, uh, I guess it was a mixture, like from my own journey of, you know, coming from a lot of, I, I feel like I've lived about a thousand lifetimes in, in my short lifetime, you know? And so for me, it was almost this state of confusion of how have I been so many people in such a short time frame that it started to make me question, well, why is this going on for me? And what is it that, that you know, what connects them? And so from there, really digging into starting to understand, you know, things like numerology and astrology and face reading and human design and epigenetics and all of those things that make us really individual and starting to see how, you know, for me, so many things, you know, the dots just sort of started to connect. And so I started to dabble with friends and family and my clients and started to see that, you know, the path really is written out for us when we choose to, to take a good hard look at it. But it's not always a big like, boom, here you are. This is your path. It's, it's usually like following the curiosity. That's again what Elizabeth yes. Gilbert ended up saying is like, don't look for your passion and purpose. 
but follow your curiosity and your curiosity will lead you there. I always preach to people, follow your joy and your joy will lead you there. And I had the exact same thing. I just, I just love, I, I try to understand the human mind. I still do. I'm like obsessed with the human mind and the spirit and why do we do what we do? It's this constant curiosity and understanding. And, but it just kept unfolding, unfolding, unfolding. And then the right book pops out and the right teacher comes to you and the right, you know, the right audience. And so it, it really is not, uh, like they always show those pictures, you know, where it's like, it's not a straight line. Life is like just a bunch of squiggly lines. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. A a friend of mine uses the quote, um, where there is two, there is God. And and what that means is where there is two, there is God. And so what that means is essentially, you know, whenever we are having a conversation with someone or whenever we are reading a book or, you know, taking in any sort of information, that's God speaking to us, whether you want to refer to it as God or the universe or, you know, divinity or spirit or whatever it may be for you it's always trying to speak to us. And sometimes it might be something as simple as a quote in a movie that really lands. And that's a clue. Or it might be, you know, a series of song lyrics that make you choke up. And that's a clue, you know, or a conversation you have with someone that just really hits you hard. It's all clues to show us um, where we need to be heading. Yeah. And I think the universe is always giving us clues. Like you said, it's always there. See, when you say it's always there, I'm thinking it's because we're not opening our eyes to it. We're not stopping. We are so distracted by our negative thought process that we can't see what's right in front of us. What tips and tools could you give people to help them get past the negative thinking? Do you help clients with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Hmm. That's a loaded topic. I, think I know, it's a big one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go super simple and mm-hmm. just stop and breathe. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think we're so used to operating in this survival mode that life just kind of rushes past and it all happens so quickly. And if we can just remind ourselves from moment to moment at every opportunity we get to really stop and just take a moment to have a deep breath, then life tends to sort of slow down and we become, you know, more present in in our bodies we become more embodied you know and so it allows us to actually really take a pause and and see what's really going on and I know that it, it almost sounds too simple but it really is that simple the more we can stop and breathe and just be in each moment the more we get to you know we get to see more of the beauty that's always going on around us you know it's funny every time you say breathe I take a deep breath I'm like hey <laughs> Yes. Thank you. Like I, we constantly need reminders. I don't care how long we've been doing this work. I'm yeah. like, someone tells me breathe. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. And it feels so good. Cause we, we, we all get in our headspace, you know, we all get in that Absolutely. negative thinking. And so we need to breathe. And that it's like literally a way of stopping it in its tracks. Cause if you go, yeah. hey, I'm just going to breathe. I've been practicing a lot about um, Michael Singer's work, the untethered yeah. soul with, we are the noticer of our thoughts. We are not our thoughts. And so breathing brings me back to going, oh, that's right. I'm not my thoughts. That yeah. is not me. And then we progress forward. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we've all been through those experiences where we're feeling anxious or we're feeling nervous or we're feeling angry or upset. And in that moment, when we remind ourselves to just take a deep breath, it's like an instant grounding, you know? And Mm -hmm. so if we can take that practice into every opportunity and keep reminding ourselves to just breathe, then yeah, we're able to be more present with everything that's going on. 
Yeah. So where did you see like the attraction power of when you started shifting how you saw life? What did you start attracting into your life? Oh, oh, such a great question. Um, the life of my wildest dreams, you know, for, for me, it's been relationships that I never thought possible, you know, connections that, that feel like, you know, soul connections. They feel like they are, they are put here, you know, for a divine purpose. Um, you know, money, I live in an incredible home at the moment and incredible, it's a mansion really with, with four of my best friends. And um, yeah, just, I mean, honestly, it's almost hard to pinpoint exactly what's, what's come in because it's just been one thing after another. And yeah, I'm so grateful for it. And it's everything. And that's, I, that's why I wanted to ask you, because I think when we come into this world, we don't just attract one thing. Like people come to law of attraction, like, okay, I want to manifest my soulmate. And that's it. That's my only focus. And the, which was mine, to be honest, when I started, although happiness is the first thing, but I also wanted to find my soulmate. But then I found all these other things came to me and it's not stop. Like I just, every time I get into that space of knowing who I am, being um, through a place of love and through a place of spirit, I tend to attract everything, you know, it's just been like, wow, you got to pinch yourself, but it is Absolutely. true. It's, it's all inclusive. It's a whole lot. And also health. I know like you look gorgeous and like healthy, like, so it's more, it's everything, mind, body, spirit, it's your health, it's your spirituality, it's your relationships, everything. So absolutely. I'm a big believer that everything in our external world is just a reflection of where we're at. So it's all, yeah. it's all a manifestation. So if there's, if there's things going on in your world that, you know, aren't, aren't what you want to call in, then, then we get to look at that, you know, and as, as we start to become more aware of who we're being and how we're showing up and the thoughts that are going on within our, within our minds and the feelings that are within our body, as we start to, to shift them, then we start to call in something different. And so life starts to reflect um, the work that we've done and, and the awareness yes. of ourselves. And that's what's so exciting, which people yeah. could be like, Oh, this world out here is crap. And you can be like, well, some people play the victim, right? That's is that before law of attraction, I did too. Like there's, oh, well, how, how dare this world treat me like that? But once I took my power away and said, no, there's something within me that is attracting that. I take every experience now as a, a lesson or mm. as something to be grateful for, but there's never anything bad because mm. it's, and even COVID, I find, you know, we can, we can think of a thousand reasons that COVID's bad, but we can also think of a thousand reasons why it's good. And sometimes I'm like, did I manifest this? Because I've always said, I would love to have my boys home. Like I would, I love being with them. I have two teenage boys and I would love, you know, for them to be homeschooled and like here they're homeschooled. I'm like, and I'm like, oh crap, did I do that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I am definitely grateful for um, what's shown up in my life. And I'm sure you are too. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, circumstances in life are neither good or bad until we give them a meaning. Yes. And so, you know, like you said, we can look at everything going on with COVID and that, that's not to take away from the fact that there are people suffering, mm -hmm. but I know yes. for me in my world, the meaning I've chosen to give it is that it's a blessing. And so that's yeah. all I see in it. Just these, right. you know, beautiful right. blessings. Right. And I always tell people, they're like, this world's falling apart. I said, do me a favor, open your door and look outside and tell mm -hmm. me, is it really falling apart? Because all we have is right now. All we yes. have is this exact moment. And if we stopped and took a breath, is there really something right in front of us that's trying to hurt us? I would say 99.9%. .9 it's not. 
Absolutely. I don't know everybody's situation, but I do believe our happiness is a choice. And I do lots of podcasts on that. So, (laughs) but it sounds like you have the same message and I love that you're sharing this with the world. Um, How can people reach out to you if they want to get in touch with you? Because I love that you're down under, you're in Australia, you're teaching my, the same thing as me and I love it. So how can people reach out to you? Uh, I'm across all social media. So Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, just by searching my name, Brianna Bowley. So B-R-I-A-N-A-B-O-W-L-E-Y. And um, yeah, if something I've said has resonated, then I encourage anyone listening, please reach out because yeah, I'm a real person back here and I I love hearing about um, what's landed for you. So yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much for all the work that you do and just being you. That's where it starts. We have to just be us and then we can be out there of service, which is a natural progression, right? And the more you know about you, the more you learn about this, you're like, I have to teach this stuff. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so we're all going to change the world together, Brianna. So I'm so glad we are connected and I feel you, soul sister. I feel it. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for coming on my show and, and again, getting up really early for me. Just, I really appreciate it. <laughs> my pleasure. And if you have a story, anyone out there, I would love to hear your law of attraction story. Please reach out to me by going to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you got a lot out of this interview as much as I did. And I hope you have a wonderful day. I will talk to you very soon and happy manifesting. Thank you again for listening and joining me on my podcast. If you want to learn more about me, please go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And on there, I have lots of goodies, including guided meditations and inspirational posts and blogs. And of course, I'm here to help you as your coach. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.